<laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Alamo City Sportscast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia. And today we're going to actually be joined by at 11 o'clock by the one and only Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio, and also the host of the Locked On Spurs podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, Chris Leha? I see you here in the in the chat already blowing us up. <laughs> Puro Peach Astros a la verga, dude. This is going to be interesting, man. The, the Rangers... They winded up sweeping the Orioles yesterday by a final score of 7-1. to one. Now the Rangers, which were in the wild card, are off to the AL, ALCS championship round. So it looks like they might be facing the Rangers because the Rangers, they just need to go ahead and win one more game, and they're going to go ahead and be moving on. So it, it, I think fans might be getting their wish. Some of the fan, you know Astros fans were saying, hey, bring on the Rangers. They want to face them in the ALCS. Well... Looks like y'all are going to get your, your your shot there because the Astros, they are playing the Twins today, and the Astros, they lead that series 2-1. to one, So they just need to win one more, and they're moving on to the ALS, ALCS championship round so they can face the, the Rangers. So that game's going to happen at 6.07 p.m. Central Time. So keep an eye on that. I know Rangers fans are going to be watching that. What's up, JC? Yo, Christopher Leja, the Astros, bro. This is going to be a good one. This is one where me and the boys, we're going to have to round up the troops, Chris Leha, and we're going to have to go to the bar and go and watch these games. If the Rangers are going to be facing the Astros in the ALCS championship round, you know it's going to be lit, man. We're going to have to get the boys together and talk a little shop. Maybe we'll have to take a, a podcast episode on the road and just do it right there in the damn bar. Fuck it, right? <laughs> Everybody drunk, just shit talking. That's when the best episodes happen, man. So we're probably going to have to do that. Leha, you talking about pouring this, <laughs> pouring this AM so you can come and check out the the show? Yeah, man, Chris Leha, you're 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 a real one, man. You keep it real. It's Astros versus Rangers. We turning the hell up, yes, sir. We are. Hopefully, our boy's gonna be in town too, so he can probably enjoy in the in the frivolity here, which is gonna be the one and only Spernandez. He's gonna be arriving into town over the weekend, so we got some plans there. If you know, you know, you know, you're in the you're in you're in the in the inner circle. You know what's that about to happen here on Saturday. Look at David Atwater. Rangers, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this, man. Already talking shit, dude. That's what this chat is about, man. I like it when everybody starts talking shit. Look at that. David Out Outwater. F the Astros, bro. We need you to pull up if you're in San Antonio, man. When we get together and we watch a game, this is gonna be fun. You know, we got to get Rangers fans and Astros fans together. I want to see Chris Leha talk his shit. You're going to talk your shit. Back it up, bro. I want to see it. I want to see it. So <laughs> it's going to be a good uh, episode here. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, man. But yeah, Rangers and Astros, man, that's what the matchup is going to be looking like. And I'm here for it, man. It's going to be exciting. And I mean, this is what we live for here. You know, in October, you got the Mecca of sports going on. You got MLB playoffs. You have the NFL already kicking off their season, and they're already almost at the midway point. And that's going to be interesting as well. You know, you got, got a lot of good games coming up here in the latter part of the schedule. Rangers fans talking mad shit, and they ain't won shit. Remember, <laughs> won the Jeffs. <laughs> yeah, man, but you know what? This is a different Rangers team, man. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys, dude. I don't know if they're going to be able to Choke this one away, Chris Leha. There's going to be a, a heated battle here, man. I think we're going to be looking at uh, some really great games. Might be some for the record books, man. This is going to be interesting. That's all I'm going to say. 
I'm not picking a winner because I don't got a dog in this fight. I'm not a Rangers fan, not an Astros fan, but I do like two Texas teams going at it, you know? So I'm going to support that. Of course, you know, go out and support the local bars here, keeping it puro, you know, with the puro pincha network that we have going on here, the puro network, keep it local, support your local bars, go in there and then have some drinks with the boys, man. That's what it's about. Wemby's first home game is Friday. Yeah, man, I know that, dude. We all are, are excited for that, you know, for the Spurs to have their first preseason game here in front of the gente, man, in front of the people. I'll be there. I know uh, I'm going to be there, and I know a, a lot of other people are going to be there as well. So it's going to be a, a kind of a reunion of Spurs Twitter, so to speak. And Chris Leha, they swept, but they, <laughs> they some chokers. They choked the World Series back then, and they choked the AL West. Don't be surprised if they choked the series. I just want a damn good battle. That's all I'm saying, too, man. I just want a good battle. I'm just saying, hopefully, they're not going to be choke artists this, 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 in this matchup against the, the Astros and the ALCS. Hopefully, they put on a better showing. I just wanted to be competitive. You know, again, I think it's going to be a one of these series that's going to go down in the record books as being very competitive and. You might have some walk-off home runs to to win the game, and that's all fans of, of both the Rangers and the Astros can hope for. This is going to be exciting, you know. And this is what what fans get get up for, man. This is what you want. You want to play those those rivalry games, man. And this is one of them right here. <laughs> David Outwater, Bruce Boshi has changed his this team for the Rangers, no doubt, man. He's a three-time three time champ. That That's what I'm saying, too. You know, like, I don't think this is the same Rangers team of old. This this team's got a little bit of swagger to them right now. You know, they went ahead and dispatched the Rays. Tampa Bay Rays were one of these great good teams, you know, coming into the wild card race here. I thought they were actually going to go and, and topple the Rangers because everybody always saying, you know, oh, the Rangers can't get past nobody. They're choke artists and whatnot. They winded up dispatching the 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 Rangers dispatched the race handedly. Then they go and they face the Orioles. You know, it's like okay, the Orioles should win this game. You know, win this series. No, the Rangers winded up sweeping. Not only did the Rangers win, but they swept. I'm not seeing choke artists here. That's all I'm saying. I'm seeing a team that's trying to make a statement. They want to go and uh, go on a championship run here, and they're in that championship game. They just need to get past. One more team, and that team's looking like it might be the Astros. So, again, the Astros are the defending champs. They got something to say about that, too. So, love the battle, man. Love this matchup that's coming up. So, one of the things we're going to go ahead and get started with right off the bat here is we want to go ahead and wish the one and only Keldon Johnson a happy birthday. It is Keldon Johnson's birthday today. I saw that uh, earlier when I was just scrolling, you know, getting the show, show ready to go here. So, I'm going to go ahead and show the screen. You know, and again, you know, want to wish Keldon Johnson a very happy birthday. Shout out to him. This is 24th birthday, man. So we still got a lot of tread on the tire. <laughs> so happy birthday to you, Keldon Johnson. Yeah, no, he David Outwater said he's 23. No, he's 24, man. He's he's pretty damn young. <laughs> so, yeah, JC, SA needs to compete against those two for a Texas showdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, one of the other things that I saw pop up here, man, it's, it's hilarious to me, man. Every time we wind up talking about breakfast tacos on this show, either I'm on the show with, with Spernandez or somebody else, you know, right before we get on the show, 
is putting slander on, on Bill Miller's tacos. And what do I see here? Right before I come out on the show, we see something here from Bill Miller's. Once again, the Bill Miller. It says, Louis Van, son-in-law to Bill Miller, introduced breakfast to our customers in 1989. And says, do you recall the first time experience of Bill Miller's breakfast? I know Chris Leha has something to say about that, man. But, hey, man, I'm not going to lie. That bean and cheese taco looks okay, dude. It doesn't look bad. It's passable. It's passable. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Chris Leha, if SA gets a baseball team, I'll drop the Astros in a heartbeat. Till then, Puro Astros a la verga. Yeah, yeah, man, no doubt. That looks like we got my boy Matty BT right here. You come to Houston for a home game? If we play the Rangers, hey, man, that's... If it's a if it's a weekend game, dude, I might be up for that, dude. I'll hit you up, Matty. And JC, watching Oakland and maybe Twins as teams to bring here. Hey, man, we always have that discussion here in San Antonio. You know, these MLB teams always use San Antonio as collateral. But the thing at the end of the day is they're not going to come over here unless the San Antonio, uh, let's say San Antonio Council gets their head out of their ass and finally decides to go ahead and build a new facility for them. You know, ain't no, but where are we going to put the team? You're going to put them out there in that horrid Nelson Wolf Stadium out there by old Highway 90. That thing is old as hell, dude. And I don't care what they do to that. I know they have some new owners, Manu's being one of them. That thing is old. It's outdated, man. And it's in the wrong location. There ain't shit out there, man. Nobody wants to hang out in old Highway 90. Trust me, man. <laughs> you want to you want to put a facility that's going to be nice, could be the 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 crown of downtown. Other sports cities do it right. They have their arena, they have a baseball, you know, field out there, a stadium where they, they have it right. You know, you have a, you have your professional sports uh let's say block you know and you have everything easily accessible public transportation's easy to get around it's near downtown it's near the hotels restaurants and whatnot san antonio needs to kind of mimic that right now they got everything spread out all over the place man you have the alamo dome which is ugly as hell i ain't gonna lie but if you want to build nice facilities i mean you can build them around the area you know ideally you want to put them closer together but We'll see. I mean, it'd be nice for San Antonio to have another professional sports team besides the San Antonio Spurs. I'm looking forward to maybe one day before I, I leave this earth that San Antonio does get another professional sports team. <laughs> JC Highway 90, bro. <laughs> if you know, you know, hey, hey, what, Highway 90 is, <laughs> is not the, the best place in San Antonio. Trust me, man. It's just like Going out on the east side where the where the Frost Center's at. I mean, there's really nothing out there. The NHL season has started. That is true, Jason Garcia. It has. Nelson Wolf is gone. Move <laughs> the stadiums downtown, no doubt. Build it downtown to bring the revenue in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> implode the Alamo Dome and rebuild. I'm not saying implode the Alamo Dome. I'm just saying it's ugly as hell, man. But they've done renovations and whatnot on the inside. The concourses still need some a lot of work, man. I mean, do something on the outside of the Alamo Dome, at least. I mean, you can't you can't fix the ugly part, but I mean, light it up, make it look nice, make it look presentable, bring it into the the more modern era, man. I mean, that thing is old, dude. Even the glass and all that's reminiscent of you know the style that was back in the 80s when you know late 80s, early 90s when it was built. I mean, it, it's not an eyesore, I would say. It's just it's just dated. 
that's all I can tell you, you know, and then it's cavernous on the inside. So it's not doesn't lend its, itself well uh, to, to games because, you know, the noise level doesn't travel as well. It, it kind of echoes and gets lost. I mean, it is what it is, dude. I mean, they built that thing back in the day because they thought they were going to wind up getting an NFL team here in San Antonio, and that never happened. I mean, what did they get? The Gunslingers, a couple of arena football teams that came and left. You know, the Commanders came and left. Now they have XFL there. They have UTSA. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. And look at that. Matty Beep says, it's hard to add a team in a town that has that's only 2.5 hours from another team. Yeah, it is. You know, that's the thing that... San Antonio is up against. They're a small team. They're a small-minded city or a small town, and they just need more. Uh, I'd say more of the the bigger businesses to get involved. There's not a lot of a big money that's swinging around here in San Antonio, and I think that's part of the issue. It's the economics here that you know plagues this small market, like they like to say all the time, small medium market. But let's go ahead and take a look at some of the other things that are making waves here. One of the things that I saw. <laughs> earlier today man which i thought is humorous to me i thought it was funny and it's entertainment news man we're gonna go ahead and take a look here at will smith and jada pinkett so the the smiths sort of speak here have been separated since 2016 so you're gonna tell me that will smith went up and slapped chris rock for no damn reason you know that ain't even your wife bro i mean that's just an acquaintance at this part you're in y'all ain't even living together man you're just co-parenting that's all that is, man. So that's to me, that's ridiculous, dude. You've been separated since 2016. We're what? Already in 2023? Make it make it official, man. Just just go ahead and divorce, dude. Like, what's the problem? She's already seen another brother, man. I mean, this guy's been out, you know, spotted with other women as well. I mean, come on. Y'all aren't a couple anymore. You're just co-parenting. You got older kids already. Go on, man. Live your life. Separate. Do your thing. You know, I mean. And he's over here. Keep my wife's name out your mouth, bro. That's the least of your worries. <laughs> Post the meme. Oh, God. Maddie B. What did he say? She hates him. It's really sad to see he's the he has all the money. I don't know, man. And she's made some money, too. <laughs> Look at that, Daniel Castro. Entanglement things. No doubt, bro. I mean, to me, that's just ridiculous at that point. Y'all been separated since 2016, man. Just get a divorce already. Or maybe she can't afford it, man. Who knows, dude? Oh, let me see what's going on right here. I told Jeff Garcia that I'm going to be calling him about 11 o'clock. So it's almost that time to call Jeff, a.k.a. Moneybags. So as we start moving forward with the show here, we're going to go ahead and pause real quick for a word from one of our sponsors. And that's going to be the one and only Chris Leha here of MCS General Contracting. MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience in concrete placement. They are the best in the business, honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot or other concrete placement services or sidewalks, reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. Yeah, thank you so much, Chris Leha. We appreciate you and your contribution to being a sponsor for the Alamo City Sportscast, man. If you all need anything done as far as concrete work goes, 
He's your guy, man. Make sure you call Chris Leha at 210-774-9155. And I know like Chris Leha always likes to say here, they got the hardest concrete in the business. It's diamond hard. And he says they have the biggest, longest decks in the game. That's that's not my, my saying. That's Chris Leha. So make sure you go ahead and give him a call for all your general contracting needs. Now we let's go ahead and take a look at the chat here. Daniel Castro says, the man, the myth. He says, Midwest man myth has that Jimenez Jada meme. Oh, God, man. That boy's always on point, man. His memes are hilarious. I'm going to have to check that one out. Jimenez says he can't out. He can't out game. He can't out game Christopher Leha. Oh, God. MCS is the hell pad. Helipad for money bags. Well, they can make him one. I have no doubt they can make them one. So <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. I got to check out the meme, though. I'm going to look for that right now. I want to see what, what they did. If, if anybody has it, man, like send it to me, like put me in there, like at me, you know, so I could go ahead and check this out. I need to see what's going on with this Jimenez meme. Like I said, I'm looking for it right now, man. So if, if y'all, I'm doing the show at the same time. So if y'all have that, Send it to me, man. I, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. JC, Chris, if you if you're listening to me right now, man, put at me, you know, at me on Twitter so I can go and check this out. Yeah, but moving on to some other news here. It looks like Dylan Brooks is at it once again, man. Over here with his little shady play. It looks like he got ejected from a preseason game. Like, bro, how are you gonna get ejected from a preseason game, man? That's ridiculous. But I'm going to go ahead and share what he did here to get ejected from this game. Looks like they were playing the Pacers. And Brooks have some words with one another. And I love it. And now Tice and Brooks have some words with one another. And I love it. And now Tice. So how the hell are you going to go ahead and hit another man in the junk, man? Like, what's wrong with you? I mean, there's things that you could do. I mean, you could body somebody. You can go up against somebody, push them, you know, whatever, man. But th this is a little bit too much, man. But that's the type of caliber of player that Dylan Brooks is. Always doing some shady shit. Always talking his shit, you know. And, and I think fans, and, and, and not only fans, but the players, too, they're just tired of his ass. Like, go away, dude. Like, who are you, man? You're not even that. He's not even that great of a player. You know, he thinks he's better than he actually is. Just talks a lot of shit. Goes out there and does stuff like this, man. Just get him out the league, dude. I mean, nobody wants to see that bullshit no more. I'm tired of this brother getting run out there. You know, nobody cares about him no more. He, he's just a, he's just a sideshow. You know, he's a he's a joke. <laughs> you know, who, who wants to go ahead and see that? Oh, look at that, JC. You got it, man. Yeah, thanks, brother. And Maddie B, you've got <laughs> to penalize that. Yeah, no doubt. He got he got ejected. <laughs> Yeah, Dylan Brooks, he's just he's just one of these guys that likes to talk shit. He's one of those guys you see on the court, talks all that noise, can't, can't even back it up, man. Is it just me or Tom Orsborne killing it with the video content for the Spurs? No, Tom Orsborne, he's really good at what he does, man. He's been putting out some great content as of late, dude. I, I agree with you, man. I'll go ahead and, and take a look at him too, man. But he's been at it. He's been over there at the practices. He's been traveling with the team, it seems. You know, so, I mean, he, he's on his, his game, dude, no doubt. He's one of the best, uh, one of the better, uh, you know, guys that, in the media that covered the San Antonio Spurs. 
So I'm going to go ahead and take a look at Tom Warsborn and see what y'all talking about too, man. Because he has been putting out some great content. I got to agree, man. Oh, yeah. He's been putting out some some interviews. I saw the interview that he did with Bassey. Uh, but, but I think it was about a day ago that he did that. Yeah, and he did an interview with Blake Wesley. And not only that, but, man, did you all see that the Spurs also released a video of the new uh, facility? The, the Rock is what they're calling it now. And that looks pretty good, man. They went ahead and turned the lights on. Officially, it's open now. So good on them. Joe had a feature in a recent Instagram video. Yeah, dude, I did, man. Your boy came out on the Spurs official video, man. I was wearing my Vamos Wemby shirt. So they showed that on the Instagram, on Twitter. Me and my little niece both made the, she made the Coyotes uh, Instagram that he posted out there when he was taking pictures. And I made the video. They showed it on uh, the, the first Spurs uh, preseason game on Monday. Uh, so yeah, thanks to the Spurs, man. It was a great, great turnout for the silver and black scrimmage. I really, really enjoyed myself. And I know a lot of the other fans that went out there, they, they got to witness something special. So I'll show you all the video that I saw too, of this, um, victory chap capital performance center that the Spurs, uh, have built over there by La Cantera. I believe it's right behind Fiesta, Texas. So really nice looking man, state of the art facility, you know, for the modern era. You know, and they always say, oh, you know, I guess the better uh, players in the league, you know, when it comes to free agency, nobody wants to come to San Antonio. I don't know, man. Now that they have a facility like that, maybe that might change their mind a little bit. State-of-the-art facility, you know, and they have pools out there for rehabbing and whatnot. They got, you know, great doctors and whatnot. So maybe be more attractive. Go ahead and bring some some players in, in the fold here. So I'm going to go ahead and start reaching out to our boy, Jeff Garcia. Uh, be as I'm getting Jeff on the phone and getting ready to go. Let me go ahead and play another uh, uh, read here, an ad read here from one of our our sponsors, which is going to be Cynthia J. Sanchez of J. Par Real Real Estate. J. Par Real Estate has been a proud sponsor of ours since day one. Check out Cynthia J. Sanchez. Her reviews can't be wrong because all of the people that she sells homes to, they give her five stars, and say that she is prompt, that she is understanding, that she communicates well that she calls back, that she answers questions correctly. And yes, they say that she is good at what she does. If you are in the market to buy a home, sell a home, whether it be a rental property, primary residence, or Airbnb, reach out to Cynthia J. Sanchez from JPAR Real Estate. Her number is 210-273-0748. She has 16 years of experience in real estate and is a former claims adjuster with USAA. So she knows what she's looking for when she's showing you those pre-owned homes. Give Cynthia J. Sanchez a call at 210-273-0748 for all your real estate needs. Surprise, surprise, everybody. Guess what's going on right now? We're having some technical, technical difficulties with the one and only Jeff Garcia. So bear with me here for a quick second while I give him a call. Maybe y'all can hear this. <laughs> I'm calling Jeff right now. You can hear me calling it Jefe. All right, I'm back here. So we're going to go ahead and bring the one and only Jeff Garcia on here. So 
Let me go ahead and introduce him. I got to introduce him proper, though, man. I didn't make, go ahead and make this introduction here for nothing. Uh, here we so, go. So we're going to introduce you, Jeff. That here means that we, we got to get everything ready. We got to get your slide going. Here we go. Yeah, here we go, man. That's right. There we are. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. What's up, dollar dollar uh, bills, y'all? Jeff, there, what's there, going on? Apparently, apparently, I'm gonna get crashed into by a plane. No, hey man, the plane, the plane's coming to pick you up, snatch you up. That's your private jet. <laughs> hey, you know, before we continue, by the way, I have a little bone to pick with uh, Mr. JC in the chat right there. Right what's now, up, right? man? Okay, so he gives a shout out, right? To uh, uh, what's his face on the Express News, right? Tom Morrisborn. Yeah, yeah, but of course, he doesn't realize that I have interviewed Doug McDermott on Locked On Spurs. The new Austin Spurs head coach on Locked On Spurs. And you had Dougie McBuckets. Doug McDermott. Oh, and by the way, the Spurs chief impact officer was on yesterday's Locked On Spurs. And I spoke to Oberto. JC, I thought we were boys here. Why, why, why do you got to give out, why, why can't you give out fair love? Jeff says, dude. Give him some love, man. <laughs> no, look at JC, man. What a, what a, what a traitor. No, but Tom Tom's good at what he does too. I mean, everybody I in this. Know, I, I, it's more, it's, this is more directed at JC. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I know yeah. that man. I'm just saying, we we enjoy all the content you guys put out, you know. And of course, you you're my boy, you know. So I, I'm partial to the content that Jeff Garcia spits out. Speaking of content, man, I got to tell you, Jeff, you you shared something that really caught my eye here, man. And what I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you credit because I did see it on your Twitter feed. So let's go ahead and share this. You know, you're you're big nerd at heart, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're always, you know, on the cusp of sharing new new and exciting exciting things, you know. So I was like, what is Jeff sharing today, dude? Like this is something that was really interesting, man. So what do you got? What do you got? No, so I'm I, I saw this, man. You you put this out uh I think it was like 11 hours ago. It might have been like late late in the evening yesterday. And you said that you you expected this Wookiee just to be oh, looking for food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, check yeah, this was, out. That was creepy, right? Yeah, check this out, man. This is I got this off of Jeff's Twitter, and I thought it was crazy, man. Look at that. So people on a on a on a train in Colorado supposedly took a video of the man, the myth himself, the Bigfoot dude. He's yeah, out there man, walking on, along the mountains of Colorado. How legit do you think this is, Jeff? I don't think it's legit. It looks, it looks like a guy in a costume to me. It, it does, dude. It looks, it looks like, like so a guy in a costume. It looks yeah. like somebody in a ghillie suit, like a hunter would yeah, wear, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the ghillie suit. Yeah, that's what exactly what it looks like. And then he crouches down and whatnot. I don't know how legit this is or not, you know. Did we just really see? Did we just really see the Bigfoot, the legendary Bigfoot like, himself? How do, you, how do you not know, like, if that's somebody who just knows the train is going to pass by? So let me... <laughs> Let me just set myself up so I can purposely get caught on camera and start a firestorm. Oh, man. Look at this. JC's firing back. I like this, brother. I like it. That's you being jelly of a compliment. He goes, you bring the fire too, Jeff. Video is the key component. <laughs> hey, speaking of video, man, I saw you on the that Spurs promo, man. Kudos, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. That was like a... Totally unexpected, man. I didn't expect that. You know, I just now, how did that how did that happen? Like, what did you, you just have to be at the right place at the right time, or what? Yeah, I mean, they were just letting people in. You know, we got there. The season ticket holders were there. They started opening the the gates up to let us into that uh, Spurs uh, yard sale. They were calling it a tailgate mm -hmm. that they had there in the Bud Light courtyard. 
And as we're, we're entering, I'm with my little niece. We're both wearing matching shirts. So the photographer goes, oh, hold on, hold on. He's like, man, I love y'all shirts, man. So he goes, yeah. let me let me take a quick picture. And then he took a picture. And then he was getting his camera set up for video. And mm -hmm. as we're walking in, I just was picked up my shirt like that and just said, yeah. go Spurs, go, you know. And my niece got all embarrassed. She was kind of running away from me. And I was like, that's what we do when we're at the games. You know, you get excited. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that was just one of those things that happened. You know, I didn't plan it. I didn't know anybody. I just wearing my shirt, you know, wearing my puro hat, the, the Fiesta colored hat and just went in there with my little niece. We had a great time. She got to go ahead and see uh, Victor Wembeyama. I told her a little bit about the game. She was interested. She was checking mm -hmm. things out. So, and she got to take a picture with the coyote. She made the actual uh, Twitter feed and the Instagram uh, of the, the coyote. Cause he shared mm -hmm. the picture he took of her uh, oh, nice. on social media. So I was like, Hey, it was a good day for both of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, but, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I saw you right away, and I, I believe I texted you like, "Hey, I just saw you, Joe." Yeah, man. Like, and then those are the shirts that you made, right? The, the the cap and everything. Yeah, those are the shirts I made. Yeah, and, and you know the Spurs liked it. Wemby liked it too. He just gave me a quick smile, you know, when he saw the shirt. So he's a fan, I guess. You know, he he kind of dug it too. So uh, good things, you know. But yeah, I want yeah. I wanted to but, talk uh, to, talk to you I, about I was, Spurs. Was, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was a little kind of maybe upset. Is the wrong word. More like, um, like, eh, it happened, you know. Like, I didn't get to go to the scrimmage because I had commitments to the uh, Comic Con in San Antonio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were busy so, Saturday. But, but yeah. But how was it though? How was the scrimmage? Scrimmage was good, man. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, you know, diehard Spurs fans out there, and that's mm -hmm. the thing that I I always say that the Spurs need to they needed to bring back the silver and black scrimmage because that's when the diehard that's when the raza comes out, you know, mm -hmm. and. The Rasa doesn't necessarily, you know, have all the money to go ahead and go to these games because now, I mean, the games are just overpriced, you know, because you have Wembeyama now. So, I mean, yeah. nosebleed tickets are going to be at a premium for some of the marquee matchups. You know, they're going to be priced out because, mm -hmm. I mean, you're looking at tickets going for 200, 250, as you wow, saw for man. opening night. You know, yeah. that's up in the upper in the upper section in the nosebleed. Mm -hmm. So it's good to see that, you know, the Spurs do something like this for the for the community. Fans came out. They were, I mean, it was lit. When you get all the, you know, the diehard fans that come out, it's a lit game, dude. The energy's different. Everybody's excited. Everybody's screaming. They're up. They're wearing the gear. You know, they all got, you know, everything from jerseys, the Fiesta themed jerseys, mm -hmm. throwback jerseys, bootleg stuff. You know, I mean, some of the the bootleg tees, the, the you know, the tees that you can't get yeah, from the yeah. official Spurs shop, they're lit, you know, you know. So I, I like seeing stuff like that. And it was great. I mean, it was a great atmosphere, family friendly. There was kids, families together. It, it was good, man. I enjoyed it. It was a great showing by the San Antonio Spurs, and the players did not disappoint. Victor Wembeyama gave us some oohs and ahs before the game, going out and, and dunking, putting the ball between his legs, you know, Jeremy yeah. Sohan working out before the game. Players were saying hi to the fans, you know, so it was really nice, dude. It's a connection that's being built right there. That's a bond, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I saw like the photos on the Spurs website and whatnot, and it looked like it was a good time. But I was, I was too busy getting, getting into it with data from uh, Star Trek. No, uh. no joke. No, no joke. No joke. This is a true story. So, for those who don't know, I, I was the host of the big Texas Comic Con in San Antonio. So, um, they bring in all the people who agreed to do uh, interview panels. And then, you know, between me and a couple other people, they divvy them up. So, I looked at my assignments and I had, Brent Spiner, Star Trek data. I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool. Wow, this is great. 
And usually what I do, Joe, I talk to them about 30 or an hour before we go on stage. And uh, he was fine. You know, all he asked was just give me your do's and don'ts. The only do's and don'ts they had for me was don't talk about the, the strike or his acting because they go hand in hand. So everything else is free game. So I come to find out that he's from, he stayed in San Antonio for a while. He actually lived uh, in San Antonio for a summer because he went to Trinity University. Oh, wow. So I'm finding all this cool stuff about him, you know, that he's from Houston, uh, you, you know, whatnot. He, he, he wants to know about the uh, baseball team in San Antonio because he's a big baseball fan. And we, talk, we're the, we me and the crowd and myself, told him about the, the mission, the chanclas. He had no idea what a chancla was, so we had to explain <laughs> it to him. We had to show him a picture of it. But what problem problem was that he was he was a little bit of a diva, dude. Little bit of a diva, man. And um, he he would he started to chastise fans and call them out during the fucking panel, Damn. the panel for videotaping him. Like he stopped the thing four times, including one time to stop the official Comic Con staff videographer to stop taking video of him. His agent crashed into the uh, VIP section slash audio sound production area to yell at everybody for videotaping him. It was a disaster, dude. Why was he getting mad for people like taking video of him? I mean, That's they're going to share question. that on social media, dude. Exactly. He, he doesn't want it on social media. You nailed it. Oh, man. He he's, want it on yeah. he's old school, man. He's he's one of these guys that don't get it. You know, Yeah. he wants to charge for the video or what? No, he just doesn't want any video, period. Uh, he's a weird ass then, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a weird ass. I, I thought for sure, like the whole, you know, San Antonio connection, even if it was for a summer, you know, would be cool enough for him to be cool. No, but he literally was calling out fans in front of them, like stopping the interview on stage and looking at them saying, Hey, 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 I know you're just checking up the scores of the baseball game, right? You're not videotaping me. And like, yeah, it was just craziness, man. That was like, that was the only bad experience I had. But otherwise, it was fun, fun, Good. fun. But to answer Tim Gonzalez's questions, hell no. The chances are going to be very slim. He gets onto lockdowns for his Wemby. You never you, know, I, man. You I found know. out that in order for you to get that type of interview with Wemby, you have to be a financial backer of the NBA. Not necessarily the Spurs, but of the NBA. So what does that mean? Like your ESPNs, your TNTs, you know, advertisers on NBA TV, stuff like that. Like that, you have to be at that level to, to get like that kind of level of uh, chat with him. Well, with the advent now that we have of AI, and have you seen what AI can do with the with celebrities? Mm -mm. So you get a celebrity's voice, right? And you go ahead and put it in the this AI technology, right? And mm -hmm. you can actually have them say, "You're listening to Locked On Spurs," you know, or "You're you're really? listening to the Two Shots podcast." And it's it's not the celebrity that's actually doing that; it's AI, but they're mimicking the voice. Mm -hmm. So hey, maybe we can go ahead and do something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Joe, you're on the case. I'm on the case already, bro. I'm already thinking ahead. You know, what do we? What can we do for the the upcoming season? You know, I know, right? But I want to no, talk but, with uh, you about your first impressions here of what you thought from the 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 San Antonio Spurs first preseason game yeah. against OKC, and you know the the game that Wemby had. I mean, he put up some impressive stats. You know, in his first game, um, you can't you can't doubt that. You know, and then the haters. They're like, oh, I hope this, you know, they don't, they didn't want Wemby to, of course, have a good game, have a good showing, but he did, you know, so he had 20 yeah. points. He had 20 points. He had two steals, five rebounds and one block. Not mm -hmm. bad at all, you know, for your first, I guess, oh. NBA game, you know? Yeah. 
yeah, and look, we have to couch it. You know, it was one preseason game. Yeah. You know, let's not jump. Let's not knee jerk too too much. But let me get the um, the the uh, the downers out of the way fast. Uh, you know, one he wasn't playing against a full powered uh, NBA oh, yeah. team in a regular season setting. Two, he was playing against offensive and defensive. He was playing against guys much shorter than him. Rarely did you see Chet kind of d him up. Uh, but he he, he he went ahead and, and put some moves on on Chet. Yeah, yeah, he did put some moves on him, but most of the time you saw guys like Lou Dort on him. Oh, yeah. You know, Who? Then again, <laughs> Lou Dort, exactly. <laughs> so uh, keep that in mind, too. And are there things to clean up from him? Sure, he had, a, he had a four turnovers, but that's okay because, you know, he's, he's learning. Get around this. Yeah, he's learning. And there was no really set plays that night, Popovich said after the game, that they just turned the team loose, Wimby loose, and just go play. Uh, so keep that in mind. But the positives are, yeah, the potential is there. You can see it. it no is doubt. Just, just bright, 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 bright. And you 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 know what this means for the other players. They they better fit in with him. You know, this is his team. And if you don't fit in with him, bye-bye. And but as far as fitting in with the team, you, you know, say what you will about your Malachi Branham played well, Trey Jones looked pretty good, whatnot. But I was really impressed with City Osman. Like I really think he's gonna fit in with this team, Joe. CD, yeah, CD. He looks he looked pretty good. The other mm-hmm. one that um was kind of surprising to me too is um looking at some of the other players. You had like Blake Wesley, you know, Dominique Barlow, you know, mm-hmm. Malachi Branham. They were out there in the silver and black scrimmage, you know, and I was looking at how the team played as a as a whole, you know, even though they were playing against each other. But the one thing that really stood out at me, and it's another thing that I, I noticed during this preseason game as well, is the pace. Coach mm-hmm. Pop is letting these guys run. That pace is at a, I mean, it, it's it's un, it's unheard of. You know, Spurs basketball. Usually it's very methodical, slow down, go ahead and get in the half-court set, mm-hmm. run your, you know, go ahead and, and have multiple screens. People mm-hmm. going ahead and running, you know, multiple, uh, you know, screens so they can go ahead and get free and you have backdoor cuts and whatnot. Uh, but this Spurs team is very fast, very athletic, you know, and very young. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an exciting team to watch. I think this is the way they're going to wind up playing moving mm-hmm. forward. The only thing that I think is really going to slow them down is going to be the opposing teams that they play that are better on the defensive end. Uh, but I think Coach Pop is giving them a free a free reign. You know, hey, go out there and just run. You know, that's that's your strong suit. You're, you got young, fresh legs. I mean, the one thing that surprised me, Jeff, about Victor Wembeyama mm-hmm. being a, a, a man of seven foot three mm-hmm. is his athleticism and his speed. He doesn't move like a, a seven foot three guy. The mm-hmm. the kid he the kid can move and he's got some real skill. You know, he's he's got moves, man, and he knows how to use his body. You know, so I'm like, I think he's gonna be one of these uh very special players. I mean, he's already got some yeah. of the skills. But he just needs to learn to put them together a little bit more. And I guess that's not going to happen unless he gets more and more experience. This is only his rookie season. But I'm excited from what I saw from him already, man. I mean, what did you think? Well, my first thought also, too, was after he showed out in that first half, no more, you're done, Victor. Sit down for the rest of the night. And I wonder if that's going to be on the table if the Spurs see that he has another great outing versus the Heat this coming Friday. Will they just kind of, right, rest up, you know, rest up for the regular season? And we've seen enough. You know, I think that could be something to watch for, but you know, just just to see him finally get into some sort of NBA 
uh, competition. This wasn't summer league. This wasn't training camp going against the guys you're already familiar with. This was already the next step up, which is preseason. So great debut, very solid. You you don't want to put too much stock into that. You know, there's no championship parades coming this season based on one game. So we'll 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 see. We'll see. The test number two will come up against the Heat, and then the big test will begin at the end of the month. You know, another guy that really impressed me too. We talked about him right now. Was Malachi Branham? You know, you look at what he did. You know, double figure scoring. You know, was able to score uh, from the perimeter. Just great to see Trey Jones as well. Sure, maybe the shots didn't fall. They only nailed one like three for six or three for eight for the night. But he's attempting those outside shots. He nailed his first three-point shot. So that's good to see. That's something that he needs to improve upon this season. Also, too, Joe, the Spurs started Trey Jones. Remember that whole who's going to start, who's going to be the starting point guard? It's going to yeah. be Jones. It's going to be Sohan, somebody else. See how see if there's any adjustment in this next game against the Heat. If they stick with Trey Jones again, you know, is that a sign that he will be the starting point guard on opening night? But all, all in all, good outing. Look, sure, the Spurs lost by one point, but that's not the point of preseason. You just want to evaluate talent, develop chemistry, whatnot. Blake Wesley, too. A couple of places he impressed me because he actually hit the brakes. He wasn't going full 110 Millennium Falcon hyperdrive speed. He would stop. He would look around. He would find the open guy, pass it out. That is a good sign for development. If there is a chase for the point guard spot, that will boost Wesley's chances of either backing up Trey Jones or getting into the rotation of a point guard. Yeah, man. So that's good. You know, like that we're both seeing some great things out of this young team early on. Mm -hmm. You know, they're looking like they're a little bit more poised. They look like they've been working, you know, in the offseason. Yeah. So I'm excited. You know, I mean, I don't have expectations, you know, as far as, oh, they got to win so many games this season or so-and-so has to really shell out or they're they're a yeah. bust and they're no good. I'm just enjoying the start of the Wemby era. I'm a season yeah. ticket holder for the first time. You call me money back? <laughs> but I'm going to just enjoy the games. You know, I'm going to enjoy the yeah. growth of the players. And if they win a couple games, you know, more than they did last season, great. If they start flirting with the playing game, even better, man. They're exceeding expectations yeah. already. I'm just looking forward to the hype surrounding Wemby, the Spurs being in that conversation on the national level again, mm -hmm. and people getting excited to go out and see the game. So let's do a quick pause here so we can go ahead and have another ad read by yours truly mm -hmm. here. Jeff Thank Garcia, you. man, and Locked on Spurs. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. episodes that are coming out for the Locked on Spurs podcast. So make sure you go and subscribe to Jeff, uh, Jeff's YouTube channel, and make sure you check out Jeff on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Jeff, one of the things that was surprising to me, man, that I was looking, you know, before I brought you on is there was an article that was written by The Athletic, right? 
So the athletic was saying, oh, this is an anonymous, you know, uh, a, a poll that were, they, they ran polls that were anonymous amongst the players. Right. So the arena they had this one was the one that stood out to me. What arena has the best fans? And this is by the players. Right. Yeah. So, number one, they have the, the, the TD Garden, you know, the Celtics. Then they have yeah. the Kings at the Golden One Warriors, yeah. Knicks, of course, Mad Madison Square. You're yep. quite familiar with it. It's a great place, yes, you know. <laughs> great fans. 76ers, Thunders, Jazz, they got the Raptors, Cavaliers, Bulls, and then the Spurs are kind of there at the bottom. And then the the interesting thing to me is they have, okay, what arena has the best fans? What arena has the worst fans? Top of the list, the Hornets, Pistons, Wizards, Jazz, of course, the Celtics, Rockets, nobody's surprised by that. 76ers magic mm -hmm. then they have the spurs kind of in the middle of the pack there as the arena with some of the worst fans and, and what do they mean by worst fans is what i i want to know you know it's like what are, what are we talking about worst fans you know are we obnoxious do we say things you know i mean what, what do you think what they're they're meaning by that worst fans i, I, I think that's their way of saying like they really have a bit of worst game to really see how energetic it is in the stands. Now, look, I've been to the TD Garden, I've been to MSG, been to the Barclays Center, you know. Yeah. You know, all those arenas, uh, I mean, they're they're awesome. Uh, but the uh, AT, well, Frost Bank Center, sorry. Um, it's something different. It, it's a different. It definitely has a more of a family fiesta vibe. You um, you can feel it in the air You when you walk in. Uh, yeah. I just think they just, because of the Spurs not being a, a good team in the last few years, that's the reason why perhaps they're not really educated about the atmosphere. Now, I think that'll change after the Wimby era or during the Wimby era that starts in just a few weeks. So you, you'll see that as more national attention goes to San Antonio, more national and global riders go to San Antonio for the Wimby era, you'll see that change. I just think because the Spurs have been playing so bad in the last years, they just don't, they don't know, Joe. They don't know. They don't know. And and that's, to me, that's interesting. How can you be among some of the, the best fans in the league? Mm -hmm. And then the next poll, some of the worst fans. Doesn't make mm -hmm. sense to me. You're either bad or you're or you're or you're good. You you can't be both, man. I mean, <laughs> that's to me, that's just ridiculous. But one of the other things that was surprising that came out of this article was that they went ahead and said, okay. We're going to also put in a vote, a poll, you know, amongst the players. Which current coach, aside from your own, would you want to play? Would you would you most want to play for? At the top of the list, Coach Pop, followed by Steve Kerr, Spo, you know, Eric Spostra, Tyron Lue, Mike Brown, Michael Malone, Monty Williams. Mm -hmm. But it's surprising to me that, you know, still in this you know, era of NBA basketball. Coach Pop is still beloved by the players, you know, and not only by the players, but the fans, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like they, they say, oh, nobody wants to come and play for Coach Pop. He's too hard on his players. No. The poll says otherwise, Jeff. I mean. But it, still, it, still doesn't, it still doesn't address why the uh, players don't come to San Antonio. They're still not here. They can oh. say they love, would, would want to play for him all up and down, but they got to walk the walk, Joe. They've yeah. been doing all the talking. I have not seen one walk the walk. As we all know, LMA was the last one, and he didn't really do a lot of talking. Spurs just booed him, and the Lakers fumbled, fumbled it so bad with him in their pitch. 
So yeah, sure, your KDs and LeBrons and everything. Oh, love would love to play for Pop, but Joe, I think it's about time they walk the walk. Maybe, maybe, maybe Wemby would change all that. Yeah, I think so. And you know, not only Wemby, but you look at the cast that's surrounding Wembyama. You know, and you have Keldon Johnson, you have Jeremy Sohan, you have Trey Jones. You know, and you also have Zach Collins. And that's another thing that I I kind of thought about, you know, and I was looking at the stats, you know, the final stats from the preseason game. And Coach Pop isn't, uh, when he goes small, when he plays that small ball, the Spurs got in trouble. They winded up uh, losing the game because Coach Pop was being cute with different matchups, different lineups. But when he had Wemby and he had Zach Collins, you know, they were enforcers, man. You know, Zach Collins didn't have a bad game as well. I mean, he put up 15 points and he looks healthy. He looks like he's feeling very confident. And I like that one-two punch. Not only do you have a center who's not afraid and not backing down, he ain't no punk. You know, he likes to get scrappy with it. But you have Victor Wembeyama who can kind of change the trajectory of the game with his length. You know, he's a problem inside the paint because of that length. It makes you change your shot. You might miss, you know, that kind of kind of one-two dynamic there. What do you think about that? I mean, to me, that was a, a one-two punch. Yeah, it's great. You know, Collins and, uh, and Wimby together, give them more time to build some chemistry, and that will get cooking. But the other thing you're not thinking, well, not you, Joe, but just fans in general are not really talking about more is, is there uh, a long jam at Biggs? Because after Collins and Wimby, it's it's Bassey, it's Mamu, maybe Barlow. Sohan but- grew too over the summer. So hang grew too. Uh, but as far as like big, big, you know, who's gonna spell Wimby, it's Bassy, Mamu, and Zach. We know Zach is there, we know Mamu's, I mean uh, Wimby's there. Is Bassy gonna be the out man out? Could he be buried on the bench? Could Mamu get sent back to the G League? I think that's something to, to think about there. I personally would like to see Bassy get more minutes over Mamu, nothing against Mamu. I just think Bassy fits in better with this with those, these two guys, with Wimby and uh, Collins. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. Also, too, you're looking at the Spurs, at least in the first preseason, like there was no other way just to go up. But defensively, they look a lot better. They were near the bottom of the barrel last year in most uh, defensive categories. So at least that got better. And just Wimby alone just is going to boost that. Just his length, his presence, his ability to recover if he gets his ankles broken. It's just awesome to see. So defensively, Man, I got them maybe vaulting all the way to top 15, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would say their defense is going to be like top 15, but I think it's going to be much improved over last season. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a big improvement to me. I mean, just as long as they play a little bit better on the defensive end, because let's face it, you know, they would start games off pretty decent, you know, first quarter, second quarter. But then that third quarter, man, their third quarters were horrendous. That's basically all she wrote. When they came out in that third quarter, they just basically shit the bed, Jeff, for a better lack Mm -hmm. of words, you know, and that, you know, they found themselves either really behind or if they were like within one or two points, if they weren't able to keep pace, I mean, this was just pretty much third quarters were a disaster. Even though in the fourth quarter, when the team had the league, more often Mm -hmm. than not, what did we see happen last season? They winded up squandering that league. And again, it all starts with defense so as long as they can clean some of those aspects of their game up i think they give themselves a better chance to win some of these games that they lost last season now is it going to translate into 10 20 games more i don't know you know i i'm I'm not going to go ahead and and be that guy that's going to say oh they're only going to win so many games you know hey 
if they win a couple more, great. You know, like I said, but definitely, I think Wembeyama is making the team better defensively. And you can see that these guys are hungry and they they believe that their their time is now, Jeff. Right? Don't you get that kind of sense that they know oh, for that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been their uh, time, you know, for a while now. Now now they have somebody to build around, and it, you're definitely going to see them put their stamp on this franchise uh, starting now. You know, I want you to see how, you know, Wemby meshes and vice versa with Kelden and Sohan. We still have yet to see that in the court. I think that's going to be devastating. But will that take away uh, touches from Wemby? Because KG is going to get his. Yeah, you know, Sohan is definitely going to uh, take the rock and do something with it. So we'll see how they, those three guys mesh. And there's a lot to be looking forward to in this offseason, sorry, this preseason ahead of the start of the regular season. But all in all, I, w- I would give them a definitely a solid, um, a solid B, a solid B in preseason game one. Yeah, oh, I'm going to share this. They they finally went and, and showed me the the graphic here that's uh, Swiss, the Midwest man myth. He's our guy, oh, man, man. He's always on the case. He's on the case again. There's Jimenez with Jada Pinkett. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there a day that Jimenez does not get cooked? Dude, he does it to himself, man. And then I watched his video that he put up the other day of him getting into a tub, and it was like 45 degrees. I'm like, no mames, wait. I mean, that's not that cold. No mames, bro. You know, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Sometimes you, Jimenez does stuff that he, Jimenez is going to Jimenez, no matter what. That's just, mm-hmm. and the thing is, people are like, oh, he's doing it for likes. Oh, I'm just like, that's just who he is, dude. It's like, you can't change him. Like he doesn't think before he leaves. He just does things, man. I mean, he's yeah. just, like I said, I mean, he's the rotisserie chicken that you see at the HEB, you know, when you're looking behind the counter and they mm-hmm. just have that, that thing of chickens. And they're just constantly getting turned, getting cooked. That's Jimenez, man. He's a rotisserie <laughs> chicken of, of, of Twitter. Anytime hey, well, he opens his mouth, he, he gets yeah. cooked. Well, he might open his mouth soon. He's going to be on Locked On Spurs this week. So oh, Lord, up. man. I know. Imagine, imagine the first time he's going to bash Wimby. That first time he does it, you know it's coming. Yeah, He's going to get crucified. <laughs> and J- Jason, Jason Garcia says, oh, look at Christopher Leha said he had a day or two of no cooking. Well, because he was probably busy traveling. And then Jason Garcia says, he's a walking meme. He is, dude. <laughs> he's a walking <laughs> meme. He He's the favorite target, you know. But like everybody says, they, they make fun of Jimenez and they cook him. But most of the time they're doing that, it's out of love because they know Jimenez and they like him. So it's just having fun with it, you know. And he has thick skin, yeah. so he's not taking things personal. But there's mm-hmm. some guys out there that just outright hate the dude. They don't know him. You know, oh, yeah. so it's like don't don't hate until you actually you know sit down, have a drink, talk with him. He's pretty funny, man, but he, he has no filter, and he's the first one to tell you that. You know, so it's to me, it's just funny how they're always cooking him, man. That's yeah, it's never gonna end, Jeff. It's never gonna never, end. never gonna end. Never gonna. Hey, real quick, um, the new lockdown Spurs just dropped about in about it's gonna drop in about four minutes on on so, on YouTube. You mean? On YouTube, yes. So in about four minutes, it's going to drop. It's with Rudy Campos. He stopped on. And Rudy and I were cursed every time. Like, you know, I have the tech curse. Yeah. Uh, He has the video curse. Like, no matter what happens, something where we can't do video. Like, or or, or I can't do video. Like, every time he's a guest, it's either scheduling conflicts or he's at work 
or, or I'm at work and I can't the video. Something always happens. And we have a joke about that. But we talk about if we're overreacting big time to uh, the Wimby's performance and the Spurs performance in preseason game one. And so, it's, I don't know if it's reacting. I mean, you got to take it like this. Look at the season that the Spurs had. You know, any any little thing that happens that's great for the team, it's going to get the fans excited. And to me, I don't know if they're overreacting. I would say that they're more excited about the possibilities mm-hmm. of what can be. You know, and it might not happen this season, but they this, you can feel that the there's something in the air, Jeff. That excitement's sure. back. You know, that the electricity, that electric in the air. Get that little yeah. chill now when you get near the frost center. Yeah, and then because and, it's and, cold. <laughs> yeah, and Vegas still hasn't changed position. It still has them as a 28-win team. There's no way. I don't see them being a 20-win team. Disaster would have to strike. Yeah. There's just no way, man. But it's going to be exciting. I know you're going to probably be out there at the game on Friday. You're going to be there with the media covering the game. I hope mm-hmm. to see you. You know, maybe if I get there uh, – I don't know if I'm going to get there early enough because, again, I mean, they, they change things at work. That's why we're on early now because I got to go into work at 12 yeah, when the show was scheduled happened. to start. One of our uh, coworkers there, he got a new job, you know, and kudos to him. He's really good at what he does, and yeah. he moved on. Now he's going to be a senior data analyst and getting paid the Buku money, you know, that big money, mm-hmm. that Jeff Garcia money, you know. Uh, Joe Garcia money. No, Jeff Garcia. You got your private jet. I, I mean, I don't got the bling yeah, in the have, private got a jet. Brand new car, season tickets. Working, picking up a shift now, more hours. I have to. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to. More have money. to. But maybe after the game, well, we can chop it up. I don't know if you're going to be driving there or, or what, but yeah, Over, man. Baby. Yeah, well, yeah, but then maybe I can take, I'll drive you home, bro. I'll save you the trip. There you go. And maybe I'm we could go, I'm... maybe we get oh, dinner right, afterwards. Right. We can go get us a steak or something. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we have to go there, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You know, did, I've been... you, did, you, did you see what uh, Muslingers did? No. What did they do? They made a new drink. Oh, did they finally unveil it? They unveiled it. And, and, and first of all, the price point, $99. So I'm safe to know that nobody's going to buy that. There's no way anybody's going to buy that to, to, to try some do some clowning on that. So first of all, I'm glad about that. But if somebody is, is daring enough to fork over 99 bucks, you get a bronze go- goblet. Not kidding. It's a bronze goblet. I'm trying to look go, for it. Go look at it. It's like ridiculous. It looks like uh, something out of Conan the Barbarian. Like that big, big bronze etched in in bronze design everywhere. It's ridiculous. I it's see the one dollar coffee of the Spurs win. No, 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 no. Keep on going. Keep on going. You'll see it. I'm looking, Keep man. I'm digging. not seeing it. Did they take it down? No, it's still there. I mean, let me help you out. I'll send it to you in a bit. Two seconds. Oh, no, 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 no. I see it now. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Let's go ahead and check it out. Damn. Look at that. Let's go ahead and put it up here on the screen. (laughs) Let's not put it up on the screen. There it is. The money bags. What is it called? The matcha. Matcha. Yeah. Comes with the souvenir. Chris Leha says that he's going to buy it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. Ain't no way. He, not to say not to discount him, but just he, he's a he's a smart guy. He's, he's not going to drop ninety nine dollars just to do some clownage. There's no way. It's a gold cup. They're saying it's a gold cup. It's a, it's a chalice, the golden chalice. <laughs> San Antonio's most expensive latte. Oh, it's in a and it's a latte. I like lattes, yeah. man. So I don't know, man. I, I'm on the fence of it. On the fence of buying one myself, but I mean. 
I see what Leha's saying. No way. No way. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Ninety nine dollars. No I mean, they could. They no could. Way anybody could spend that money over that. They couldn't get a plastic chalice, you know, just with silver I or know. gold. I know it, it could be like something from Party City or something. I don't know. I never seen it in my hand. But there's no way. There's no way anybody's gonna drop that kind of cash. It's a hundo. Yep, it's a hundo. Hundreds. Hundreds here. Nobody's gonna do that. You know, damn Jeff, that's a, that's a that's a pricey drink right there, man. Exactly. It's, they're not gonna they're they, they're gonna name the drink after you, right? So this is you know named well, after it, Jeff. It, Preston. it practically is, yeah. But they can't give you one. They they named the drink after you, man. I gotta go. Yeah, you know, I gotta go pick me up one. Gotta you got they gotta give you one. You're you're the guy, yeah. man. They're the guy. Hey, but you know what? You gotta do it like the Grey Poupon commercial from back in the day oh, yeah. when they're in the Rolls Royce. <laughs> And they just hand it over to you. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. The only way people somebody buys that is they all split it, like you and Leha and Jacob. Uh, I mean, I can Eric, buy it, bro. Eric. I can buy it, but I'm just no, like, I, oh, okay, look at you, Mister. I can buy it. <laughs> I could buy it, but I'm like, do I want to spend a hundred dollars on a latte? No, nah, exactly. I'm good, bro. I'm Nobody's good. dumb enough to do that. Nobody's going to be dumb enough to do that. I'd rather spend a hundred dollars and 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 be a man of the people, man. You know, I'll be at a game maybe randomly this year and I'll be like, if you're a fan of the show and you're following us and I see you at the game and I'll announce it one time when I'm there. Hit your boy up. Imagine, imagine you walk at the Frost Bank Center, you see somebody walking around with that. Oh, dude, that's it. That's an instant, you know, go ahead and take a picture and say, look at this. Oh, that's you know what? I would buy this thing just so I could wear it around my neck. Oh my! Don't give anybody ideas. I put Jeff. it on a chain. Don't give anybody ideas. But I'm saying, like, if I'm at the AT and T or the AT, the Frost Center this year, I'm yeah. gonna have an announcement where I might just drop some coin on a random fan that's following us as a, a thank you and appreciation for being a fan of the show, and might give them a hundo, you know, to go ahead and spend at the the fan shop there. So, yeah. you know, that's why you gotta see, listen. That's, that's smart. See, that's better idea. No way, Leha's gonna drop that. Hey, I see him right now. Got that kind of money? No way, it's ridiculous. Do not get that. Look at Tex Mex Frank. Do not get that drink, and take the chalice to Market Square. The Susias will be flooding you. I think you'll you the the chalice won't well, make well, it well, out not. of there. Well, I mean, now Leha's gonna get it now. <laughs> it won't make it out. Hey Jeff, but I know we're up against the clock. It's already getting about that time where I got to yes, start sir. getting ready to log in. But I appreciate yeah, you yeah. giving us your time out of your busy day to come out here yeah. and be a guest on the show, man. It's much appreciated. And tell the people where they can follow you once again. And if you want to tease something else that you're working on for the upcoming week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the Lockdown Spurs, it's already available now. Just four minutes ago, it went live. So that's with a friend of your show, too, Joe. Uh, sweet, sweet to leave. Yeah, Daniel. Rudy Campos. Rudy Campos, yep. He joined on. We talk about it. We're overreacting to uh, one preseason game. And we also put on the hot seat, uh, Charles Bassey and Mamu. Uh, we... Uh, I think we we maybe me and Kent. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna have an exclusive interview with Jesse James Leha coming out soon. You gonna be putting on the gloves? Put on the gloves. Yep, yep. I've been putting on the gloves, and just other keeping you up to, today with everything Spurs uh, until the regular season starts. To me, Joe, I'm still in off season mode. Oh. Still in off season mode, man. I gotta, no, I man. Shake the rust Season's off, here, the brother. Rust you gotta off. shake the rust off. Shake it off. Uh, I probably shake it off this Friday at the Frost Bank Center. So, yeah. but. A lot of stuff coming out. Again, follow uh, Locked on Spurs on YouTube, uh, threads, all that good stuff. Uh, Kensfight.com slash Spurs. A lot of stuff coming up. And Jimenez will be making an appearance this week on Locked on Spurs. I think it's going to be tomorrow. Okay. I think he's out tomorrow. 
Well, when am I going to be asked back on, Jeff? I haven't been on in quite some time. And I get out early to uh, for the next couple of weeks. I wind up uh, ending my shift at 8.30 p.m. Yeah, that's the thing with you, because I know you're, you're, you're the late worker. I like to record early. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, maybe that one hour gap will uh, help out. No, we'll, we'll, maybe we can fit you in for the Friday show. You pencil me in. <laughs> for, the, for the Friday show. Hey, show, maybe. Show, hey, show, show up with a goblet. Oh, God. I can't put the goblet. I'm not spending hundred dollars on no goblet, but you maybe see, you see that type of mentality. You see, that's why I don't think Layhouse is going to do it. Yeah, that type of mentality right there. I really give the money to the people, man. That's that's just me. But you know, I'm serious though, man. If you need a ride home after the game, hit hit your boy up. You know, I'll, I'll take you home in style. By the way, I almost bothered you last night because I needed some tech advice. Okay, well, because, hit me up. Because, um, it was about an SD card, and I had no idea what that was. Oh lord. <laughs> Even when I was calling you, the first call, you know, where I'm trying to call you, I just hear you cutting in and out. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no surprise. No the surprise. phone was working fine, right? Your phone was working fine until the minute you're due to come out I on the show. It, or I touch it or I pick it up and everything just explodes. Oh, look at that. Daniel Castro, he says, Jeff is gaslighting you, Chris. He's daring you, Chris Leha, to no, go I'm ahead and get that hundred dollars. I, I just know Leha's not that dumb. He's not going to spend money on a freaking drink. You know, just because you say he's not going to do it doesn't mean that he's not going to go out right and do it. You know, <laughs> he's going to show up to a preseason game or a game. He probably with, will. With if they let him bring the damn thing in, he'll probably bring it. You know, he'll bring <laughs> it in the he'll bring it in the arena, man. I'm I'm swear. But I'm telling you, dude, if you need a ride home after the game, hit me up. Maybe we can yeah. go ahead and talk some Spurs on the ride home. It'd be fun, you know? Yeah. Maybe we can record it, you know? It'd be one of the the missed episodes. The lost episodes. Yeah, but let me let me let me uh, get you down for uh for Friday, okay? So we'll put you on Lockdown Spurs for Friday. Yeah. That would be a cool one, dude. A Lockdown Spurs and in we, the car. We can also talk about the uh the heat, the Spurs heat preseason game, so that'll be something fun to talk about. Yeah. Thanks Navarro. He's saying great show, fellas. I appreciate that, man. All right, Jeff. Well, I'm going to go ahead and right. let you go, man. Have yeah, a great yeah. day at work. You too, man. Be safe. Later, brother. All right, so as we go ahead and start bringing the show to a close, we're going to go ahead and do our last ad read here, which is going to be Serenity Manor. Serenity Manor is an events venue located at 14405 Old Bandera Road, across from Flores Country Store, set in a historic building that is over 100 years old. You can have a baby shower, bridal showers, quinceañeras, sweet 16s, corporate events, weddings. There's an indoor and outdoor venue with a dance floor and a sand volleyball court out in the back set under the shade of the trees, and there is beautiful lighting in the evenings. Serenity Manor is a very beautiful place that is very family-oriented, and they have rotating Thursday nights. They have karaoke and game nights. They also have a bar that serves beer, wine, and margaritas. So after a concert at Flores Country Store, you can go over, diagonal across the street, catty corner, grab a beer, get away from the crowd, and check out the beautiful Serenity Manor. Yeah, so make sure you do check out Serenity Manor. Again, it's a great venue located at 14405 Old Bandera Road in Helotus, Texas. Well, boys, that's about all the time we have for today's episode of the Alamo City Sportscast. Again, we appreciate you guys for your continued support and watching, especially that I'm going on early now. And unfortunately, I have to go on early only because the business needs dictate that I do so. You know, we, we're missing somebody at work. We're short-staffed. I got to step up and be... Uh, I guess start my shift early. So I'm going to be going on at 12 now, which I was doing the show at noon. Now I have to go in and be at work at noon. 
So again, we're probably going to be going on from 1030 to about 1130, a little bit over uh, from now on, you know, for a couple of weeks here until we uh, wind up getting that staffing situation fixed at work. But again, appreciate you boys. We'll see you all on Friday. We're out. Peace. Thank you.